president of the Grenada Cricket Association, Mr. Dwayne Gill. There has been confirmation within the past week or so regarding Grenada's staging of two one-day international matches of England's tour to the West Indies from next year. Where does the Grenada Cricket Association stand in terms of that preparation and obviously um, the return of international cricket to Grenada? Yeah, well, first of all, Michael, it's very good news for us as the leaders of cricket in Grenada to have international cricket back in Grenada to one day internationals, West Indies versus England. I mean, that's really almost a dream come true. Um, you would recall a couple of years ago, um, we had a test match and um, from all the reports, everyone did pretty well um, as a country. We benefited economically. And, um, you know, there were tremendous benefits for Grenada. Um, this time around, we are charged with, with um, running the particular game. Of course, the government of, of Grenada, the main sponsor um, of those of those two games. And we've just received the news as well that we, in fact, will be hosting um, those two games. And uh, as we speak, you know, preparations are actually on the way in terms of looking for personnel to, to run the games, to work at the games. Um, there's a lot of work to be done at the National Stadium to get ready for the games. It's going to be white ball cricket, so that's a little bit different um, from what we had previously. Um, so all in all, we are doing all the assessments, looking at the things that we need to do um, to be ready to host those two games. We are custom hosting world-class events at that level. We've gotten good reports in the past about hosting international games. And we expect that to continue for February um, after the after the England series. Um, it is something new. Um, we're going to have the, I think it's the third and, and fourth or fourth and fifth matches. Um, one on the 27th of February and one, sorry, one on the 25th of February, one on the 27th. Um, my information tells me that the teams would arrive in Grenada on the 23rd and depart on the 28th. So that's about six or seven days of, of visitors into the country. So that's very, very good news for us. And you will know also that they, when it comes to cricket and even with the England team, they travel with quite a number of um, spectators, right? Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, you're talking about the Barney Army. I mean, England is perhaps the one team that, that you know, that any, any territory would like to have, um, England and India, mainly because of television rights. But in the case of England, they do travel with uh, many spectators, thousands of spectators. Um, I guess it's going to be challenging in terms of leaving Barbados um, after one ODI in Barbados and getting to Grenada and, you know, in just one day and playing the following day. But we do expect a, a, a lot of fans from the UK and, of course, a lot of West Indians would want to come to Grenada. It has been a destination of choice for the Englishmen. Um, um, there is information that the England cricket board officials wanted to come back to Grenada. And I think that's because not only the team, but the spectators had a wonderful time in Grenada. Um, they really enjoyed it, and we're very happy about that. And we're hoping that that will happen 
again in February. Well, Dwayne, in, in, and in terms of that development and probably other things that um, on the pipeline, you, you do believe from the Grenada Cricket Association um, end that we may once and for all see lights at the cricket stadium in 2019? <laughs> well, that's a question I, I, I can answer. Um, yes, probably someone else would have that to and answer that question. But we are hoping that that will come on stream sooner rather than later. We know that there was some effort before to to get that, um, you know, to be done and so on. It hasn't happened as yet. Um, I don't have the the answer. I don't have the reason. So, so all we can do is just is, is hope. You know, we have a lot of tournaments around that require lights. Um, even in the England series, there are two 2020 two or three 2020 matches and we couldn't have been considered for that because we do not have the lights. When you look around, we see the CPL as well and we don't have the lights so it's difficult for us to have a a franchise here. It's difficult for us to have any CPL games here. Um, Even if the St. Lucia Stars is part of a Winwoods, so-called Winwoods franchise. But certainly we're looking forward to the installation of the lights but I can't see when that will happen. Okay, and while we are on that level of cricket in terms of international cricket, um, news that the Bangladesh women's cricket team will also visit Grenada? Yes, well, um, we all know of the the T20 World Cup that's been hosted in the Caribbean, the venues being and, and, um, St. Lucia, Ghana, and Antigua. And that's Women's, yeah, that's women's World Cup, right? T20? Yes, the Women's World Cup, Women's oh. T20 World Cup. And, you know, um, some of the teams will want to come out to the Caribbean here to have that pre-tournament preparation. Um, the South Africans will be here to play a series. When I say here, I'm talking about in the Caribbean um, as early as this month. So Bangladesh, um, they've asked to, to come in to Grenada around the 25th of October to the 2nd of November to do their pre-tournament preparation here. And they would want to play three matches against uh, a Grenada boys on the 17 team um you know so i think they're looking at those three matches to to get them into good stead for that world cup um soon after so we're happy to host them um we were referred to them by cricket west indies um i think cricket west indies understands that we do a good job in terms of hosting teams and having training camps and so on so we are looking forward to having them here and giving them the best facilities at the national stadium and at the same time, you know, they can actually enjoy a bit of Grenada before heading into the to the Women's World Cup in November. Well, quite a busy time for, for um, officials at the Grenada Cricket Association and for persons in Grenada who are closely associated and involved in cricket um, coming up. And we're speaking also, Dwayne, of the Windward Islands volcanoes now based in Grenada doing all their training and they have been here for probably the past month or so. Yeah, they were here since um, just about the third week in July um, pre-season training. Um, you know, the regional Super 50 will start at the beginning of October. Um, the franchises, of course, would have been in training. Now, we had an issue because our franchise, that's the Windward Volcanoes, obviously was based in Dominica over the last three years or so. But with Hurricane Maria, you know, the destruction in Dominica, that franchise or the training for those players, um, we had to find a venue. And of course, Grenada, we had to, um, you know, raise our hands again to to welcome the Windward Volcano play, Volcanoes players under coach Andrew Coley. 
Um, so they've been training here, and the good news for Grenada is that that franchise will actually be based here officially from the 1st of October for at least two years. It could be for a three-year period. So in a sense, the Grenada National Stadium and Grenada would be the home of the Windward Islands Volcanoes, the first-class team that represents the Windwards um, for the next two or three years in Grenada. Oh, that's that's great news, and um, it, it means also an opportunity for even some of our local um, players who are not members of the, the the training squad to also be among the team members as well. Well, that's the plus for for Grenada. Um, you know, we have players on the fringe who have not gotten contracts. Um, you think about someone like Ryan John. You think about Keon George, and, and some of these guys. Um, they have the opportunity now to act to at least train with, with these players. You know, we have them in our local training programs, but now they are going to be rubbing shoulders with the likes of Shane Schillingford and Tyron Teofil and Kurt Edwards, Kyle Mears, and these guys who are part of the Windward's Volcanoes team. So they would have an opportunity to impress the coach and perhaps, you know, get a, a bit closer to that setup to force themselves into contention for Windward Island selection. Of course, we hope that their cricket would improve as well. And some of the other guys have been invited to play in some in some practice matches. Um, we do have a number of contracted players with the Volcanoes, apart from from Devon Smith um, and Sherman Lewis. We we do have for the first time Josh Thomas and Dennis Smith. Those four players are contracted. We also have another professional player in in Andre Fletcher, so he's here as well. So he should be joining the training squad a little bit. You know. Um, probably sooner than, rather than later. But it is a, a good opportunity for younger players to be part of that setup so that their cricket can improve. How much of a challenge is that now for the Cricket Association in terms of having facilities available for these professional players to train? It's, it's, it's challenging because, you know, we now have to share facilities. You know, we have a number of training programs across the country and the National Stadium of Preparation for national teams is there, but there is a schedule and, you know, we, we, we ask the volcanoes to organize their schedule. So they train like three hours a day. It's mainly like morning time from nine to 12, um, where we have to play matches. We play at the stadium or we are playing at last suggest. We've had two matches at last suggest so far. The good thing about Grenada is that we have multiple venues that we can use for, for cricket. Um, you know, you talk about Progress Park, last suggest National Stadium. These are three venues that for cricket, you know, and then we still have um, the Royce and John playing field. We still have Bushiju and so on that we can use. So we, we, we're confident that we can and handle, you know, the the arrangements with the Windwards Volcanoes and all the other arrangements that goes with cricket. The facility at the stadium is wonderful. There is just some maintenance that has to be done. And we believe that, you know, we have the resources, the personnel to get things done. And the development side of the Grenada Cricket Association, um, and not so much on the senior level, because, yeah, we have the Andre Fletcher and the Devon Smith and others. But we are seeing like the Sherman Lewis and I could also say to an extent, probably the, the Afi Fletcher, who has been, been consistent, barring injury on West Indies women's cricket. We are seeing quite a number of young talents uh, sort of emerging through the Grenada Cricket Association's program. Even to an extent, I would say the young uh, Stuart and um, Jeremiah, who are, now at, who are now part of the UA, UE program in Barbados. You know, l l let's speak a little more on that. 
Yeah, even before we get there, I think I had forgotten to mention Roland Kato. He's also one of our contracted players. That's on our captain. Um, so he actually went with the West Indies B team to Canada. Um, and then we, we also had Sherman Lewis going um, to Canada again with the West Indies B. He was also part of the West Indies A. But getting back to development, um, yeah, we, we, we do have... Um, two youngsters in Barbados. Um, they would have attended the Commonwealth School. Um, so they, they they would have done all that was necessary to, to go to Commonwealth School. Um, good family support. We're talking about Emmanuel Stewart and Johan Jeremiah. So those two have found themselves um, or have enrolled themselves into the University of the West Indies program. So they will be attending or they should be attending. They should have already started attending UE. And while there, they would be training with the, the, the campuses set up under the coach Floyd Reefer. And that's at Kayville, right? Probably one of the, at Kayville, Kayville, right. yeah. Barbados. Um, that's where the actual cricket program is. You yeah. know, the campuses come together and they have the combined campuses. Right. The center is really at, at Kayville. So they will be exposed to the latest technology, um, some of the best facilities, training facilities around. And some of the best coaches, apart from Rifa, there's also Pedro Collins. Um, so those two, as I mentioned, um, you know, they did it um, by themselves and their families. And we wish them the best. We, we, we believe that both of them would have had some minor setbacks over the last couple of months in terms of injuries. Stuart um, had surgery on his finger just about two times, twice. And, and Jeremiah, who was the captain winwards on the 19 team for the West Indies tournament this year. Unfortunately, he went to the training camp and, and had to pull out and didn't play a match. And he was really looking forward to that particular tournament leading the winwards for the first time um, this year. Uh, but that wasn't to be. But, you know, we are confident that they're, they're bright enough, they're talented enough, and uh, they have, you know, good heads on their shoulders to really pull through and to make the best use of the opportunity presented at that cave hill and, and who are the other players um young players upcoming on the fringe that we probably can be looking out for well yeah we mentioned sherman lewis um and this is this is a guy who we believe will go all the way um you know he was on the west indies a team on a tour of the uk earlier this year um he ended up being perhaps number one or the spearhead of the attack when he bowled the first ball and he is now in Canada with the West Indies B team. This is the guy that did extremely well for the Windward Volcanoes. In my view, he will be the next test player for Grenada. And he should become the fifth test player behind. Well, we had Juno Murray, Raw Lewis, Devon Smith, and Neil and Pascal. And I think that test gap is, is just around the corner. If he can continue um, the, the hard work that he's been putting in. He is a very disciplined young man. Um, good work ethic, and we believe if he continues along that path, he will break into the test team um, one day. Um, apart from him, we have Roland Kato. He went to Canada with the West Indies B team um, earlier this year. He didn't play a match. I think he was injured on that particular tour, and he is now recovering, and we're hoping that he'll be ready to participate in the Super 50 tournament. You would recall that he was the, the man of the match in the final last time around. Um, you know, sometimes, you know, in, in Grenada, we, we, we tend not to recognize these types of achievements, but that was something to be, you know, the match in a regional final at that age 
was some achievement for him, and he was actually recognized by the West Indies selectors. We also have Dennis Smith, the wicketkeeper batsman, the nephew of, of Devon. He also has a contract um, with the Windows Volcanoes, and we're hoping that he can improve his batting. His keeping is pretty good, but he needs to get some runs. And perhaps one that can also um, go a little further is Josh Thomas, um, the fast bowler from Moncton in St. Andrew. He's done pretty well to force his way into the reckoning as a contracted player with the Windwards Volcanoes. He's, he works extremely hard. Um, he's a, a fitness freak. In fact, he, he, he got something like 52 on the, the yo-yo test a couple of weeks ago. And not many people in the Caribbean, I think there's just one or two others that would have gotten over 50. And this is the standard test for cricketers all over the world. So he's extremely fit and can bowl the whole day. So the, these players are, are the ones who we believe, um, you know, can can make the next step at this time. We have some younger ones at the on the 15 level. We have another nephew of Devon Smith. He is the Grenada on the 15 captain, Devonny Joseph. He's also the Windwards on the 15 um, vice captain. And we are hoping we have a program for him. We are hoping that he can get onto the West Indies on a 15 team next year. We always like to have someone on each West Indies team. So you know, we had Devon on the Test team, Fletcher on the on the white ball side of things. Um, we have Atfi Fletcher and Akira Peters on the on the women's side. Um, we had a few on the 19s. So we've never had someone on the on the 15 um, tour to England. That that's around August. So we are hoping that. Um, you know, we've included Devoni at in the, at, on 18 level. We're hoping with that experience, he can force his way onto the West Indies on the 15 team for next year. Spent a lot on the players themselves, but um, you know, interestingly enough, and I know you don't like to talk a lot about that. The, you know, the personal achievements on, you know, not just yourself, but I, I think we had um, we had uh, uh, Cyril Cox, for example, who were part of the the, the setup for um, the. Was the West Indies team in um, in Canada, and then well, we all know of Raul Lewis, who is manager of um, the senior cricket team, and you know, and his contribution to West Indies cricket at that level. Um, let's speak a little about that. You know, the whole empowerment of personnel, you know, in in terms of not just local cricket but West Indies cricket as well. Yeah, well, West Indies and Windows cricket. You know, we we are happy to have coaches, administrators, physiotherapists, and and so on, and trainers involved at all aspects. We believe in human resource development, so we were happy when Cyril Cox got the call to be the the strength and conditioning coach of the West Indies B team. Here's a guy who always gives up his time on a voluntary basis, and I want to emphasize that because these days, you know, hardly anyone comes around. And, and, and just would put in the effort with, without expecting anything. And Cox is one of those guys who would come around and, and he's worked with Dewan Smith and Truman Lewis when they were preparing for West Indies duties. So he got the call and I think he was very happy about it. Um, you know, so we have, we have guys around that, that can go further. At the Windwards level, we have Rondell Batiste as the manager of the West Indies, uh, of the Windwards on the 19 team. He's been doing a fantastic job. He's known throughout the Windwards as a very reliable manager, very disciplined. And we also have Johnson Richardson. He's the Windwards on the 15 manager. And Lydia Edgar, she's the manager of the Windwards on the 19 team. So we're doing pretty well in terms of, of administration. 
And we hope that, you know, more opportunities will be created for not only Grenadians, but for persons in the Windward Islands. We had Denis Bayam from St. Vincent. He has been the physio for the West Indies B. He's also the physio for the St. Lucia Stars. Um, so if our administrators and coaches and support staff, if we get this exposure, we are confident that, you know, a lot of this would be transferred onto the, the players and we'll get better, a better quality, um, a better, a higher standard of, of cricket from our players. And you left out the name Dwayne Gale as the, you know, <laughs> who, who has continued to, 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 you know, to be the, the manager of the West Indies, um, youth team and also, um, associated with the, the St. Lucia Stars as well. Well, it's always a pleasure in representing the West Indies, especially on the 19 level. It's where I, I like to be, you know, because you can mold the youngsters. So there's nothing on for on the 19th now, probably from December. I'm hoping to be back on again, but you never know. Sometimes people have different ideas. You know, um, I was not on with the Central Stars originally, but I was called in, you know, after about the third match. So I'm happy to contribute at any level of West Indies cricket. It's, it's something that, you know, some, there's a lot of work that goes into the jobs that we do at the Greater Cricket Association and, and at all levels, sometimes it conflicts with your 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 you know your normal job. Uh, but you know sometimes you make sacrifices that affects your family and affects other things. But you know you, you keep you keep soldiering on because you know when you see the likes of Emmanuel Stewart on, on ESPN and you see the Andre Fletcher and soon we'll see Sherman Lewis. Um, you know you feel you feel pretty happy to see them and you just like to see more players going on to the international level and at least you know some of them at least making a living from cricket so i'm very happy to continue in any role that presents itself and you you mentioned the st lucia stars um you will agree it wasn't a good season for the st lucia stars in the cpl this year well i mean if you look at the point standing no it, it was uh, another you know um, poor season the standard is is pretty high you know a lot of the overseas players didn't really come to the party um, and a lot of the senior players didn't really come to the party, but it was a improved season from last year. The team managed to win um, three matches out of out of ten last year. There wasn't any victory at all. I think Barbados is having some struggles as well. But we had Andre Fletcher on that particular team, and he did pretty well up to the time when he stopped playing. Playing, he was you know in the top ten in terms of of run, run getters. So he continues to do well at, at that level. Um, the T20 level is not what we consider development, but still it provides an avenue for our players to be exposed. And, you know, so I guess the Stars will have to come back, um, you know, go back to the drawing boards next year and, and look to build a team to compete seriously for one of the top two or three positions. In summary, Dwayne, we have been speaking quite a lot on so many things regarding cricket. Um, there lies the challenge now, or challenges, I should say, for the Grenada Cricket Association. As president, how do you uh, prepare to take on these challenges, bearing in mind all the things you have mentioned in terms of preparing to host the, on the West Indies and England one-day matches, the Bangladesh women coming here and you will have them probably for almost a week or so, you know, pre preparing for the Women's World Cup and all the other things that probably in store. As president of the Grenada Cricket Association, how are you preparing, not just yourself as president, but even the Grenada Cricket Association for, for these challenges? Yeah, well, we, you know, we, we have enough personnel around. We have um, enough volunteers around and people are always like to help. Um, as I said, we did it before, and our challenge is, is, you know, doing these programs, but at the same time, continuing with the development programs, 
you know, we just had a level one course. We had 27 local coaches. Um, to all 26 of them were successful, and you know, and and we're happy that you know these coaches um, they want to go back into the schools to to do quite a lot um, with the youngsters. So the challenge really is to continue those things and never forget those things, while at the same time, you know, mobilizing the personnel who would have the abilities and the skill sets to to really produce you know, events of the highest quality, you know, with the help of the government of Grenada, the Ministry of Sports, Tourism Board and so on, all the other stakeholders, we we think that everything is possible. We've done it before and we believe that we can do it again. Okay, thanks, Dwayne. It has always been a pleasure. Okay, thanks a lot, Michael.